morning, everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy, Jason, and we've got some football to talk about today. Today, we're going to break down a couple of the recent news stories, such as the salary cap increasing, a franchise tag being used, and then just the rumors developing around Russell Wilson, what's going to happen next. So that's what today's show is going to be about. Go ahead, sit back, relax, take out your coffee, and enjoy the show. All right, everyone, welcome in to the show. Happy to see you all this morning on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. As always, good to see you guys. We're going to start things off today with the biggest story. I know that there's a lot of huge, big stories out there, but this one has the biggest ramifications around the NFL, and that is just the increase of the salary cap. This year, this season, the salary cap per team will be increased to $255.4 million. Last season was less. Last season was roughly $30 million less at around $225 million. So basically, Every single team now is going to get a free NFL star for basically nothing. Uh, this There's an additional $74 million being added to this as well for player benefits. That could be uh, uh, basically incentive bonuses, could be retirement funds, whatever you have. But either way, lots of money being added to the NFL this season, uh, and they're going to be able to use it. Really, every single team is going to be use it, is going to be using this. Uh, we're going to see lots of different players probably moving around or at the very least some bigger contracts coming in this year. And it starts with the Bengals being able to franchise tag T Higgins. It was talked about this weekend that it was probably going to happen this morning. It officially happened. T Higgins will be returning to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think a big part of how this happened and why this happened just now is the fact that the salary cap was increased again, about $30 million being added to every team's funds this uh, season. The franchise tag for wide receiver for T Higgins will be worth around $21.8 million. And after uh, franchise tagging him, after this increase in the salary cap, the Bengals still, still have a little over $50 million left to play with. So they, after going into this offseason, uh, were sit or going into this offseason, the Bengals were kind of sitting in this weird, like, oh, what are they going to do next? They don't have a ton of money. They're going to have to move on from either T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. It's kind of looking like they might not really have to move on from anyone. Again, this franchise tag is even less than the money that they were given with the salary cap increase. So they still have even $8 million left there. That could probably pretty easily pay for Tyler Boyd or Joe Mixon. And then we're still talking about the, the salary cap that they already had in place. The 50 so million dollars now left after franchising T. Higgins as a result of this salary cap increase. Uh, the Bengals, T. Higgins, whatever, they are really primed for success now. I, I know that there was some trepidation going into this offseason, but I think with this move, I know I even talked about last week that I felt that, uh, you know, they're at least probably going to have to move on from Tyler Boyd. That really might not be the case. And I don't know if they're going to have to move on from Joe Mixon either. They might still move on from either of those players as they are getting older and they, they might not necessarily be worth what they want, but they are still kind of franchise bangles that I could see returning on a team friendly ish deal just to keep the band together. And with last season kind of being cut short with Joe, Burrow's health. I really do think that this could be an amazing bounce back season for the Cincinnati Bengals. I would go ahead and just say, I know this is a T Higgins segment, 
but go trade for your Jamar Chases. Draft them in your redraft leagues. Go try to get your Joe Burrows. I really do think he's going to increase in value once we start to see him play again. I think that we've kind of forgotten just how good Joe Burrow is. Uh, and also, I mean, really anyone else. I know I mentioned on the values episode to maybe go get Andre Eosivas or Charlie Jones just because they're really cheap and affordable. I really do think that this Bengals offense is going to bounce back in a big way next season. So start getting them now. I know it's going to be slightly harder now that they got T. Higgins like you know, all the pieces are kind of coming together now that it looks like the Bengals will be another force this season, potentially even in Super Bowl contention if they can keep everything going. Uh, so things are looking good for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's kind of how they put the bow on this. The things are looking really, really good for the Cincinnati Bengals going forward. There is another big wide receiver that there's been lots of rumors about, and that's A.J. Brown. And this one has always kind of been a bit more hearsay uh, about kind of just last year's temper tantrum, if some have put it. Uh, basically, a lot of people don't believe that A.J. Brown wants to be in Philadelphia and that some even believe that there's kind of mutual agreement there that uh, the Eagles don't really want him anymore. But that just doesn't seem to be the case. A.J. Brown was asked about it this weekend, and he came out, I want to be here. Simple as that, I want to be here with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think that he's not lying. I know that a lot of times players come out and say that just to kind of appease the front office, but I really do think he wants to be there, even if it is only a selfish reason. Because if you actually go and look at his contract, he signed a $100 million contract for four seasons with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's still under contract through 2026, but there is an out on the contract for the Eagles after this season. And the contract is extremely backloaded. So next season, 2025, he's scheduled to make around $15 million in annual salary. And the year after that, he's ex he's expected to make about $30 million in his salary. So A.J. Brown, a million percent, wants to return to Philadelphia because the good part of his contract hasn't even gotten there yet. Uh, and the Eagles haven't out this season. I would not be surprised if A.J. Brown just completely shuts up the rest of the offseason and regular season puts his head down, wants to play football, wants to stay with this Eagles, wants to earn that money on the second half of his contract, and he will play well. So I know I'm a Devontae Smith guy, but I do think that it's time to get back into the table for A.J. Brown. I was kind of off of him middle of last season just because he was really performing a little too well. He was starting to reach into that Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase tier in Dynasty, and I just don't believe that's the case. But he has fallen out of that range again, kind of settling around wide receiver eight or so. I think that that's perfectly fine value for a wide receiver like A.J. Brown. I think there's value there. And of course, I still think there's value in Devontae Smith and ultimately value in Jalen Hurts as well. We talked about on the football cards episode about how his fantasy football value isn't really matching the kind of general idea of what Jalen Hurts is doing on, on the football field. A lot of people are still out on him. So I think that there's an excellent amount of value to be found in this Eagles offense, even if they're expensive. I still do think it's worth paying up for Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, yada, yada, yada. And if they can bring back DeAndre Swift as well, I think that that would be fantastic for this offense and the rest of the pieces. So AJ Brown wants to be a Philadelphia Eagle, whether it's money motivated or not, it doesn't really matter. He's going to stay with the Eagles. He's not going anywhere. They're damn sure not going to trade him with that contract. So look for AJ Brown to still be a Philadelphia Eagle next season. Don't even worry about it. Which that has wrapped up all of the news I have for you guys. There's a couple things about the combine that I guess I can run through real quickly, but I want to go a bit more in depth 
uh, when we get closer to the combine this Thursday, maybe even Thursday morning's episode will be a little, or I guess maybe Wednesday would be a good preview one. But either way, this morning, there's been a couple things about the combine that have come out that I will just touch on really, really quickly. First off, Marvin Harrison Jr. will not be at the combine. He will not have an agent and he will not be doing any testing at the pro day. So this is it really. There, we're not going to have any more hype build for Marvin Harrison Jr. If you want that 102, in fact, I, I would say the 102. I think that him not testing is going to make it to where a lot of people are going to be scared to use their 101 on him in super flex leagues, but it's still going to be worth it. And so I think that Marvin Harrison Jr. avoiding the combine this year has probably locked him into 102 in rookie super flex drafts, just because a lot of people are going to be scared to take that chance on a player that didn't actually test, regardless of how looked how good he looked on the field. Everyone's probably just going to go circling Caleb Williams. I imagine the more and more we get closer to this process. So now might be the time to trade for your 102s in super flex leagues. He's still going to be the 101 in 1QB leagues. Nothing has really changed there. But I do think this argument of who's going to be the 101 in super flex has now been decided with him avoiding the combine. I think that that's going to kind of put a sour taste in some people's mouths just because we want to see those numbers. We want to see how he actually looks. Because if we'll remember, Jackson Smith and Jigba, for example, kind of had an underwhelming combine and that. Uh, you know, made some people not want him as much. It made his draft value go down a little bit. So anyway, that is the Marvin Harrison stuff. I believe the other combine news was that JJ McCarthy is expected to throw at the combine. That's not as important as Marvin Harrison, but that is something I saw this morning. So we're going to move on to the actual topic of today's show. And that's just Russell Wilson. We briefly talked about this last week. And in fact, I think around the end of last year when the benching happened, we kind of did an in-depth look at this. So this is going to be a recap for those of you who remember that episode. Uh, but basically, this situation in general has started heating up over the morning. And there's been a couple more developments. Nothing necessarily new, but, you know, reports. So last year when he got benched, we kind of looked into the contract situation. We had speculated that Russell Wilson would probably be released and he would sign a vet minimum contract somewhere. Well... Now the actual reporters, the media have come out to that line of thinking there's been actual information and reports out about that being the case. And so I kind of just want to dive into the situation here, give you guys kind of the lay of the land, everything we know about it, uh, and then we'll kind of end the show, I guess, answer some questions maybe. But either way, this is a quote from Russell Wilson before we get into everything. Just kind of about the situation. Uh, he went on a podcast with Brandon Marshall, and this is what he said. I've got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've been through. Um, whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I hope it's in Denver. I hope I get to finish there. I'm committed there. I want to be there. But for me, it's about winning. Over the next two years, I want to win two Super Bowls. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. I love the city and everything else. But you also want to be a place that wants you too. I do want to win, and that's all I care about. So it sounds like Russell Wilson is setting his sights high. He wants to try to win a Super Bowl with whatever team he goes to next. He says he wants to stay in Denver because he likes the market. He likes the city, the people, the team, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but ultimately, he hints at it. He says it himself verbatim. You want to be in a place that wants you to. And that's kind of what's happened here. The Denver Broncos do not want Russell Wilson anymore. Plain and simple, they are done with him. As much as he maybe wants to stay in Denver, the Broncos do not want him. And it starts here. The Broncos overpaid for Russell Wilson. Plain and simple. The Broncos got Russell Wilson and a 2022 fourth-round pick that turned into Ioma Uwazuruke, uh, a defensive lineman that they've rarely used. 
and they gave up Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, a 2022 first-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2022 second-round pick, a 2023 second-round pick, and a 2022 fifth-round pick. Some of those draft picks have turned into really good players. Offensive tackle Charles Cross, uh, outside linebacker Boye Mafe, cornerback Devon Witherspoon, and even the edge rusher Derek Hall. They've all been, you know, pretty impact players for the Seattle Seahawks. And I'm sure that the Broncos miss those draft picks, especially with Russell Wilson not being the greatest. The team kind of skidding over the last two seasons. They've got a combined 13 and 21 and ended Russell Wilson's kind of tenure there with him on the bench, benching him for the final two games of the season. But I mean, if you look at his stats, they're not terrible. In 2022, he threw for 3,500 yards with 16 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. And last season, keep in mind, missing two games, threw for 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions. So basically on pace to have the same amount of yardage as his 2022 season with 10 times more or 10 more touchdowns and less interceptions. So Russell Wilson had a bounce back year in 2023 actually kind of showing what the Broncos were wanting from him it was more so just the wide receivers weren't that great there were some health issues uh, and really the team as a whole just never really got clicking and what happened is in week eight the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson went to Kansas City and beat them and that kind of scared the Broncos because the Broncos had what was called an injury guarantee so basically if he was not able to pass a physical in early March, he would be given $37 million in 2025 on top of the $39 million that he was guaranteed for the 2024 season. And so the Broncos seeing Russell Wilson kind of playing well again, picking up wins that they didn't necessarily want and being concerned about the injury clause they made it public even that they wanted to restructure his contract, try to get rid of that injury guarantee. And Russell Wilson basically said, no, you're not getting rid of my injury guarantee. And that ultimately led to him being benched as they didn't want to risk an injury and risk him having to get that uh, injury guarantee, the $37 million. Um, and so that would have been with an injury and all that, you know, basically $70 million, almost 80, uh, that he would have been guaranteed. And so the Broncos bench him, of course, to avoid that, but they still have find themselves found themselves in a hole. They've gotten out of this $37 million now, arguably with a pretty scummy business decision, uh, that the NFL PA has actually been looking into. Uh, but they did still in this contract with Russell Wilson after trading for and extending him. Guarantee $39 million to him in the 2024 season. And that is what they're kind of trying to get out of, but they can't. They really can't. All they can get out of is this $37 million um, basically guaranteed for the 2025 season. Uh, that would be in early March. So if they release Russell Wilson by early March, all they will have to pay is $39 million to Russell Wilson. And that's regardless of where he signs no matter what guys russell wilson will be making 39 million dollars next season most of it's going to come from the denver broncos the way it's written in this contract is that whatever russell wilson makes in 2024 the broncos have to pay every dollar amount to then reach that 39 million dollars so what's coming out now is that russell wilson 
will probably be taking a vet minimum contract next season wherever, play out that year, and make the Broncos pay the other $38 million as the vet minimum's a little over a million. And that, to me, is a very smart decision. That lets Russell Wilson go to a team very, very cheap. That lets him be a bit petty and kind of take it out on the Denver Broncos for moving on from him so quickly. And it allows whatever team he goes to to build around him next season pretty easily. If the Super Bowl is his, you know, goal, which he's already won one, but of course you want another if you're playing in the NFL, then playing as a really high-level quarterback for a really, really cheap contract is one of the best ways to do it. We've talked time and time and time again about how quarterbacks making a ton of money makes it difficult for teams to uh, be able to build around that quarterback and get him the weapons he needs. But if he's able to sign for it to a team for $1.2 million or whatever it is, then so much money is still left on the table for the other pieces to really build around Russell Wilson and the rest of the team in general. Maybe they just want to stack the defense. But either way, whatever team gets Russell Wilson next season, I really do think will be excited. And I'm not counting out Russell Wilson. In fact, I put him as a dynasty buy. I know it's been a rough couple seasons, but it really just seems weirdly circumstantial about this kind of just what was going on in Denver. He had a terrible head coach year one with Nathaniel Hackett, and then he just never got along with Sean Payton. Never. And so I really do think he would be fired up kind of being released from the Denver Broncos going to a new team really cheap, seeing all the writing on the walls about how it's all going to be built around him, how there's tons of money left on whatever team because he was signed really, really cheap, and they're going to be able to get that Super Bowl or at least, you know, be in contention for it. And so that's the idea here, guys. That's really where we're at. Uh, Russell Wilson will probably be released this week, if not next, definitely by the end of next week. Russell Wilson will be released by the Denver Broncos, and then we'll be able to speculate on where he goes. We talked about it a bit last week, but just to remind you guys, here are the teams with the best Vegas odds to land him. The Pittsburgh Steelers are the favorite right now at minus 250. The Raiders are next at plus 550. Then the Falcons at plus 650, and the Patriots at plus 850. Now, all the other kind of quarterback needy teams are in there as well, just with different odds. Vikings 10 to 1, Commanders 20 to 1, Titans 30 to 1, Giants 35 to 1, Panthers 40 to 1, Buccaneers 40 to 1, Seahawks 60 to 1, returning there potentially, and the Saints 60 to 1. I really do think that even with them being the favorite, talked about it last week, I really do think that the Steelers makes a ton of sense, mostly mostly because they really are not sold on Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph, but also they'll be able to get Russell Wilson for really cheap. We talked about it. They're actually uh, over the cap right now, but but with the kind of growth in the salary cap, they should have around $10 million to play with, 10 to $15 million now to play with. If memory serves me right, if math if math serves me right as well, I believe they were 15 under. So if we're adding 30, you know, or over, that uh, they're, they're now 15 under. That's plenty to get Russell Wilson. Again, he's probably going to sign for $1 to $2 million for like one season. Maybe the second season is backloaded or something like that, depending where he goes. But the Steelers not having a ton of cap space, not having any of the best draft capital, makes me believe they will be the ones to land Russell Wilson because they're going to have the salary cap to get him. They kind of have the ancillary pieces with a pretty solid defense, especially when TJ Watt is healthy. 
You've got now Najee Harris with Arthur Smith that a lot of people are excited for. And I do think that George Pickens is someone special. Pat Fryermuth is a really good tight end. All the pieces are kind of there on this offense to where they really could make some noise in a tough division. Maybe not the Super Bowl, but you're talking about a team that's made the playoffs with Mason Rudolph, Ben Roethlisberger with one arm. You know, like the Steelers team is a competitive team always. And with a veteran quarterback like Russell Wilson, I really do think that they can make some noise in the playoffs. Probably not win the Super Bowl. I don't think I'd go that far, but still a good team. There's fantasy football value in Russell Wilson. And this is one of the few times I would say it's probably okay to maybe speculatively trade for some Steelers just because they're all extremely cheap right now. Even if they don't get Russell Wilson, I really do think there'll be a quarterback upgrade. And if there isn't, then the players remain right where they are. Steelers pass catchers, George Pickens, Najee Harris, Pat Fryermuth, those three players are people I would be buying at the reduced cost right now. You could probably even throw Jalen Warren in there. As we know, Arthur Smith will probably use a committee. All of those players are at the floor of their value right now and will increase with Russell Wilson or not. I do think it will be Russell Wilson, but that's just kind of my fantasy football takeaway. Trade for Russell Wilson in Superflex leagues. Trade for Steelers in any league. I really do think that they will get an uptick in value this offseason. And look for Russell Wilson to officially be released either this week or next, but definitely next week at the latest. And then he'll sign a vet minimum contract somewhere. And wherever he goes will probably be a competitive football team and I would be shocked if Russell Wilson is not good for fantasy football next season. So that's kind of everything we know about the situation now. I'll go ahead and hop into the chat real quick here, see if there are any questions. Russ to the Falcons, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. I mean, it could happen, but to me, to me, the Falcons want a young quarterback. I really, I don't, I don't think they want a rookie. I really, I know I say it every episode now at this point. I really do. I just, I believe it's Justin Fields. I, I, I just, I, I can't get like, I, I haven't been able to move away from that since I thought of it. Like I, I just, I a hundred percent believe it's Justin Fields. I think they want someone younger. They have a very young team. I just don't think a veteran bridge quarterback is the answer for the Atlanta Falcons. I think Russell Wilson would be good there, but they have so much cap room right now that they don't need to do this budget Russell Wilson experiment. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now on this whole situation. Um, the problem with Wilson is that he cannot see over the middle and he is washed. I mean, he's definitely not the Russell Wilson he he used to be. Uh, and I I mean, he was, I mean, that was kind of the thing with his height, even coming into the league is that he can't really see over the middle struggles to see over his line. He's able to kind of scramble and get away with it. Uh, but I he has a little bit in that game still. So I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be totally fine. So anyway, that should do it today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I will see you all tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern on the Player Profiler YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. You all have a terrific, ooh, sorry, a magnificent Monday and a wonderful rest of your week. Have a good one. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Peace.